Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Next Level Show. We're excited to be back on with you, the listeners, for the those that continue to tune in episode after episode, week after week. I know a couple because they they message me and they let me know um, what they like and what they didn't like. And speaking about what they thought we didn't convey properly for the last episode on our mm. mindset Monday, which I like this type of stuff. And I never, they even apologize for being a pain in the butt. I'm like, absolutely not. Like yeah. I do not, I never take any type of criticism, good feedback or bad, uh, good or bad feedback in the wrong way. And I think all of us here are pretty laid back and we're open. We love uh, that. Hey, the fact that you have been listening to us speak for about an hour, an hour and a half sometimes, like, that's Thanks. awesome. We, yeah. we appreciate it. Thanks. Um, so like basically like just to clarify, we, we, we said it in the episode yesterday when we sign up a client and our goal is eventually so the client doesn't need us after a certain point that they can do this fitness thing forever, right? We sit down, most of us, when we, when we have a client in front of us, we tell, let them know that we're going to teach them as much as we possibly can, whatever they're open to. Um, so eventually they don't need to, to, ne- to technically hire us. They can go out on their own, wherever they're at in the world, they know how to navigate uh, a proper strength training program, proper nutrition adjustments, and basically be able to navigate this fitness thing comfortably, independently, and not rely on every single thing that we may relay for them, maybe like at the beginning, because it's so new, they're learning how to do proper form how to uh, eat better and so on and so forth. So we did mention that. And I think he may have missed that part. Um, it almost seemed like we were trying what? to kick, kick out our clients, I think is what he was, he was referring to. Oh, okay. Like we were trying to like trundle people away from us no, to it's... get new people or something like that. I didn't, no. I don't know what I'm missing, but yeah, because it's, it's, it's more like, like you kind of like you mentioned, we want to give people the information so that way they can do it on their, on, on their own. We want to, um, as we are explaining and teaching, we're doing exactly that explaining and teaching. I'm not saying do this and then I stay shut. I'm saying, Hey, we're going to focus on this because of this benefit that we're getting from this movement. While you're doing this movement, pay attention to this. Notice when this happens. Are you feeling it here? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? So that way they can, on their own, they can kind of do so. And even when we're together, they can already kind of like read my mind. And I, they know that I'm going to go for um, keeping your foot flat or keeping little to no movement in your knee or, you know, pushing your knees out or, you know, certain kind of cues that I kind of keep on um, referencing back into them. So that way they can do it not only when there are during our session, but then also on their own and just answering these kind of questions for them to be able to do it on their own. And that's and, and yes, we're giving the, all the information out there to kind of like essentially put us out of business or not be our client anymore. But I know that if they were to want to pursue something else, there's always something new, always something different, always something that they can improve upon with, within the realm of health and fitness. But there's also... You can do so, you can go so far with so much, but you can also continue going on and learning new things if you want to. So, so that's kind of I like actually, I pulled up the conversation so I know exactly what we're going. So you guys can get, you know, you yeah. know exactly where this conversation went. Um, basically, uh, thinking that the, we, were, we weren't clear, um, 
with getting fitness independence doesn't mean as us, like as the trainers will just kind of disappear from our clients and that we will be unreachable or unhelpful uh, past a certain point. Like oh, wow. Basically like well, once we like leave a, a, tra- a client or a client leaves us, it's hey, almost like, uh, you. Y- yes, basically. Some yeah, tough so love like, right there. I know. And, and, and I, I'm like a mama sure bird kicking we, her bird out the, out the nest, like get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like if that was the case, for example, Mike and I wouldn't be doing this podcast together, right? Like if that was the type of relationship that we had with our clients. Um, so maybe even he also said we didn't, you know, maybe possibly we could specify when training with a client that having, you know, letting them know kind of like an so, end date. Oops. Uh, Mike, I think it was. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. So I was uh, pulling up the audios. So we actually had a good conversation about it, basically saying that like giving the client kind of a start and end date. But we know working with the average person, we don't we can't necessarily predict when they will get there. We can give them a map yeah. out of what we can do. And obviously, this is a perfect plan and a perfect perfect scenario where everything just works out we know that life happens vacations happen uh family problems may come up work problems may come up health problems may come up and these things aren't you know predetermined for the most part if you if a client does everything you tell them to do for a year they will be dramatically a whole new person by that year Mm -hmm. um but that doesn't always happen. So it's hard. That's why I have issues with, with uh, selling like a program with a packet. That's like 12 weeks or six months. This is the end because we know there's so many variables and that's what's always been my struggle with packaging a legitimate program word for word. Sure. I can map out six months of training workouts and I can kind of map out what the perfect, but based on someone's baseline metabolism, I can't tell them like, yeah, in three months, we will get you and you're going to be off on your way. I will get to a point which Mike experienced this, like when COVID happened, me and him actually were still uh, training together once a week, once every other week. Um, and more so just to kind of give him a little bit of extra push. I was just taking care of his programming at the time, um, giving him workouts. So he didn't have to do it, not because he needed me. But at one point when everything happened, I told Mike, like, hey, dude, don't worry about it. Because Mike has always been a phenomenal client with the sense of, you know, being consistent and also being very respectable, like, you know, always paying on time and very responsible in that matter. And I know he was like saying, you know, he knows he's a trainer. He knows how it is. Like, we live off of this stuff. But I told him flat out, Mike, like, I don't mind. I get it. Save your money too. do your thing. If you need anything, obviously, you have any questions, we can always talk about it. We're friends. You know, we, you know, I, and, and it was that type of relationship. I told him like, you can never contact me again. Fast forward. We were already talking about my doing this podcast. Yeah. It's like this longer is no longer in service, but I think it's just him. getting, yeah, it's getting clear. I just called this guy on the show, Mike, Mike's the other real Mike. He's not here. Like I deleted him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's basically, uh, I, I guess we could have conveyed that a little bit better, like letting them know that independence doesn't mean you will be completely alone. I think we did brush up on it, but yeah, for our clients or anyone listening, the goal isn't to get you to the point where you just lose the relationship you build with your coach, your friends, your trainers, whoever you just, who helped you through this process, it should probably strengthen it and make it better where eventually like, Hey, there might be seasons where you're like, dude, I just need some accountability. I want to get ready for this trip or my wedding, whatever. And you have someone you respect and you want someone to help you with. And that's different. Um, But I always leave it open for my clients. I think the thing with people, though, what I've noticed is that 
they may feel bad asking you questions or they may feel uncomfortable or shy, which I hate to see because I feel like I'm a pretty open book. Um, if you message me, I'm not going to treat you any different that you're my client or not, or you are my client or not my client. Um, but I guess we, we, I guess we can always reinforce that relationship. That's something we can possibly do with uh, people or future people, you know? I'd say yeah. so. I, yeah, I, it, it kind of made sense afterwards when you were like, at first I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, how could there be some confusion? But I, I can see how someone may construe that or misconstrue that. Um, but that's like the furthest thing from the truth. Um, we always wouldn't want to be there. Again, anyone reaches out to me. I think I ha- so I had someone, uh, one of these, one of my, I guess, kind of like seasonal clients because she's away in college. So she sent me a video. She's like, hey, you know, um, ask me a question and a video. She was like, uh, here's my uh, a video of my overhead press. Like, what do you think? Or how can I improve it? And then I gave her some like quick tips. I sent her some videos. I was like, here, try this and try these kind of movements. And I just thought that was awesome that she reached out to me to continue um, to get better. So that would be an example of how I'm, I didn't cut her off or anything. So we're still there. And it's not like I sent her a bill afterwards. You know, <laughs> maybe I should have, but... <laughs> Right. So it's, it's just always being there and always having that type of relationship that you can reach out if you have any kind of questions and me just wanting to help you get wherever it is that you want to get to. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to spe- specify that because I think that sure, there's always been there's always ways that we can improve our communication with current clients and future clients. And sometimes I actually do send messages to my old clients. I'm wishing them like, you know, happy holidays, happy birthdays, or sometimes I see what they're doing and I congratulate them. Like, dude, that's awesome. I see you're still um, improving on this. That's an awesome, uh, great to see you in the gym or great to see you doing a 5k or something. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. Like I, I think I do a pretty good job at taking care of my relationships out, even outside of my clientele. This is with friends, family. Uh, I think that it's just, taking those extra seconds. I've always talked about this. We talked about this in relationship uh, episodes where we kind of cater towards just in general is, you know, you have to put in the work and this goes, and obviously we're in a relationship style business because we are working with people, everyday people, all walk, all different walks of life. And there's so much going on. Like, it's crazy. Like I know you guys experience is like the mental fatigue at the end of the weeks. Usually you're kind of a little bit burnt out. Um, not physically, but mentally, you're just tired. Um, sometimes I even feel it on the podcast, to be honest. Like my brain starts to process things slower. And if I'm, my sleep's not on point, my eating's not on point, and I'm not taking care of myself, I will start to uh, lose performance, bottom line, because just like we, we encourage our, our clients to take care of themselves, we have to put into practice literally this exact thing, the same exact principles that we share that help us. You know, we, if we don't put it into practice, there's no point. Word. Um, can I take a left turn? Yeah. Or no, right I, turn or U-turn maybe? It's always, we'll, it's always a left. Maybe we'll just go the wrong direction here. But we talked about um, grandfather and what the translation was in Spanish. And how that uh, yes. worked. Yeah. So it's not like putting the word grand in front of father and that's grandfather in, in Spanish. But in, I, I told you I would ask my, uh, my client Yuma, who is from Japan and I ask him questions like this all the time. I probably annoy him. Uh, Cause I just think it's so interesting, different cultures, especially Japan. Cause there's it's like Goku real. They're very different. <laughs> um, but basically um, 
in Japanese, it is the same as it is in English. So they literally take the word for great and put it in front of father and or grandfather. And yeah, great grandfather. It was like so strange to me because it's like Japan is like, in my opinion, it's very different from or Japanese is very different from from English. And English seems to be a little bit closer to Spanish. But then they they share these random things like that. I just thought that was interesting. So in Japanese, if you know the word for great and grandfather, you can say great grandfather. The more, you know, fun facts. Yeah. We appreciate it. Speaking of, so I saw this and I was like, I thought this was, this was pretty interesting and something kind of crazy. Not that this happens all that much. Um, AT&T. So they own uh, Warner media. Uh He decided to sell it to discovery. Really? Yeah. So, and then they say it will create a premier standalone global entertainment company. Discovery's got money like that? Apparently. Wow. And and it's it's so I thought it was kind of like crazy because so you say, okay, well, what the hell is a part of Warner Media? Let me run down that list for you. It's <laughs> Adult Swim. Oh. ATT Sportsnet, Boomerang, Cartoon Network, Cinemax, CNN. This one's for you, Mike. Crunchyroll. DC Comics, HBO, HBO Max, HLN, TBS, TMZ, TNT, True TV, Turner Classic Movies, and Warner Brothers. So kind of a lot of things there. So I'm sure it wasn't like, you know, 20 bucks. It's uh, actually, (laughs) so in 2020, they did 30.4 billion in revenue. Wow. Allegedly. Wow. I wonder how much of that they actually reported. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) You always got to invest in yourself first, right? Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, I thought, yeah, exactly. I thought it was. A, <laughs> I thought that was kind of crazy and something like who knows what may happen. Is your HBO Max going to change? Is it now going to merge into Discovery? Is going to be all in one? Well, you know no, what? I'm going to go ahead and put this out here. We already talked about this pre-recording, but if they're going to change anything about HBO Max, fix your goddamn volume with the audio of the voices compared to the audio of everything else, because mm-hmm. I have to turn it up when they're fucking whispering to each other. And then my eardrums get perforated by the fucking explosion that happens three seconds later. And I'm fucking sick of it. And so is Oliver. And so is Chester. We're all, we're just done with it. Yeah. Not a good, uh, not a good thing. I don't know if it's HBO or if it's the people that produce these movies. Like, do you, who do you think has the fault here? Uh, you know? All the above. Yeah, everybody They're you know why because yeah. it, it, regardless of whom it does like let's just say it's not hbo let's just say it's the other people or the writers producers or not the writers what the hell they do they don't say they don't put in their captions uh push volume to 11 at this point um but it would it you know some people have to green light it it has to say give the okay yeah right so whomever if it's like you know a worker that does it but then the manager has to okay the worker's work so it's really the manager's fault it's probably like a lot of it's probably a lot of like algorithms or AI that's taking taking over like when it uploads and how they hold it on their platform possibly I don't know that's something, something like that, that I'm not felt well versed but no so speaking about bad audio it it prompted me to take a step forward being proactive with it and I went ahead and invested in a soundbar for my TV in my living room. And it's something that I've actually wanted for a little bit but I decided you know I have some extra money lying around this is something that I want and can benefit from. I actually do watch enough TV to say like, this is worth it. And I went ahead and bought a, a 
pretty overall, like on the grand scheme of them, like pretty cheap sound bar. Um, just to kind of, my apartment's not that big, so I don't need this massive, um, powerful bar that's just going to destroy my walls and the neighbor's going to hate me. So I got one. It's a nice setup, and I was actually playing around with it. And yeah, dude, it's just a cool little add-on to my uh, movie show TV just experience. And I also kind of, I was watching the fights this weekend and I had to turn up the volume significantly up higher to be able to hear the commentary, obviously above the voices of everyone else. Um, Cause I'm not going to tell one to shut up. You know, we're in a social setting. I'm not going to tell you shut up. Let me hear like, it's more like, let me just turn up the volume. We can keep talking, but I kind of want to hear what's going on. So I was like, well, since I already do this, let me just go ahead and uh, add it. Why not? So I'm happy with it. It'll be kind of my upgrade in the future. Once I purchase a house, that's a bigger space in the living room. I will then transfer that to another room that setup, And then I will buy even, even bigger setup for my living room. And it will have like a full blown, more expensive surround sound with stuff around, like behind me and in front of me, just make it real nice. You know, just kind of, I just make it a nice theater environment where Katara will not be able to hop on the couch because yeah who does she think she is she runs the house basically she's right now on the couch chilling and when i when i try to like watch movies she goes on the big part that i lay my i extend my legs it's like the l part there she will chill there and then she will try to shove me off the couch unacceptable um but anywho yeah we're gonna work on that get something taken care of real nice all that good stuff. Cool. But um, the topic that we had in mind today, I think we're ready, right? All set. Sweet. So yes. this weekend I had a, a, a client appointment. I've been working actually every weekend as of right now, um, which I don't mind, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm very happy to be back on the grind. I'm very I'm mentally getting tested, but it's new faces, new people, new conversations. And I, there's, I think I'm always very fortunate who I meet. And, um, but what never ceases to surprise me is the terminology that people come to you with or are taught still. And we've discussed that a lot of this stuff is kind of common sense for us. We do it day in and day out, but I know that this information is new to that person for the first time. Maybe they're getting presented this stuff or they're finally taking interest to learn the word toxic in all aspects have been, has been thrown around like ridiculously amount or ridiculous amount. The word uh, poisonous, um, the word, you know, just labeling foods as bad foods. Um, it's pretty common now in our space and how they market, you know, a particular product or type of food or supplements in general. It's just it, they use these words as almost, I feel like I'm more as a scare tactic. And this is the problem that I have. We know that, for example, in the muscle building world, they used using the word tone is not technically correct when it's explaining uh, building muscle. That's what that word means. But they use tone initially to kind of market more than the muscle building idea to women. Like you don't want to build muscle, you want to tone muscles, you want to just tighten them up, which it's by definition that's building, but okay. Um, so back to the back on topic with the word toxic and all that. The problem that I have with it is that when I think about this, I made a reel because I just I was on it was at the top fresh in my mind. When I think toxic or poisonous, I'm thinking literally like you're eating um, 
a food that's going to like make you internally bleed and you're just going to have ex- just just ex- it's going to explode have explosive diarrhea you're going to puke your brains out you're going to wither away and you're going to die die yeah die um so because it's so toxic right it's so poisonous and the example that they were using um well they presented this to me was with deli meat and uh an option for breakfast like sausage links i'm sorry I was, yeah sausage links and or patties um and, but he said like this box had x amount of protein right now we're on the stage right now where we're just kind of tr- like we talk about collect the data get familiar with what your client is doing so you can then address maybe a, a couple variables to set them on the right direction simple thing we always advise is getting more protein so he sees this box that has protein in it but then he has a family member that might tell him like that's just that's just poison for you you know that's just poison for you and it scares him because this guy's already going through some health issues but we know that bottom line like we need to get you probably to a better to a healthier weight before we start uh stressing the nuances of food and i told him flat out he's like he wanted a black and white answer is this food good for me or not and i'm like it's not that simple like if you were starving and there was no other food on the planet that would be your best option yes but I can't say that it's a bad food because you can technically eat it. And I wouldn't say the word poisonous, sir. Like it's not the best way to describe this. Cause I think that's just a little bit extreme. Let's call it for what it is. This food is probably less optimal for you. There's probably other better choices out there, of course. But if this is going to make you stay consistent with hitting your protein for the time being until we make another adjustment, I'm okay with that. I asked him, how many sodas do you drink? He's like, I drink like this much. Okay, we could probably start there first. If we're on this, and we're, we're, you know, that probably is a bigger notion to take care of dropping your calories significantly just from drinking them. Um, so there's an order of operation. And I hate this whole debate of good and bad, even when people are so like such sticklers over like the healthy organic food craze. That's another extreme that I can't stand. Like, it's like, you're making this so much more difficult for people that are just trying to get started and improve their health. Yeah. It's, it's a, a silly stumbling block for a lot of people. And uh, you know, the point is just eat better, make better choices. And you get so caught up on like, what kind of sausage should I eat? Or I don't know when you brought that up, the, my, my brain immediately went to uh, like looking at all the ground meat at Publix or Walmart or wherever you go shopping. I mean, there's, there's ground beef, there's ground pork, chicken, turkey, you know, are any of those good for you? Are any of those bad for you? It depends on what you're looking at, you know, is if you're looking at it from like a calorie perspective, how much fat is in this ground turkey or ground chicken is probably going to be your best bet because it's lowest in those. But if you're looking for like how much protein, how many nutrients, things like that, I mean, maybe you're leaning more towards ground beef, but then you run into cholesterol and all that stuff. And then it's like all these things exist on a scale of like, do I go for whole milk or do I go for skim milk or 2%? Like which one's better? It depends on, is it like, am I going to die from drinking milk? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, of course I need to go get it fresh off the cow's teeth. (laughs) That would be weird. But yeah, it all well, it, it it all depends on what lens you're looking at this through, you know. And I mean, in a perfect scenario, you would be growing your own crops and farming your own animals and cycling through, and you know everything is just done through yourself. But that's just not the world we live in anymore. So we're just doing the best that we can, which is basically what 
this conversation kind of leads into just, just make the best choice that you possibly can. And, you know, if something really is toxic, I would seriously fucking hope that the FDA wouldn't allow it to be sold. And if it does, then you've got a really awesome lawsuit on your hands and I want you to share it with me. Well, you gave him the idea, so you are part of you. You deserve part of this. I own the rights yeah. to the idea. Well, you're being yeah, nice and kind by giving them some money. Yes. Okay. Good. the The internet's forever. Basically, that's all we're saying. So we'll find this episode. No. So, so, so what I what I think about is like, yeah, like, so the conversation continued with this gentleman, and basically, what I kind of summed it up with is that, like, in the grand scheme of things, ex client. Um, the best thing that you could possibly do on, the, on a consistent basis is eat mainly minimal, minimally processed foods in this form of, you know, whole foods, stuff that you doesn't live on your shelf for a year and try to minimize those hyper palatable ultra processed foods that are delicious and they taste amazing. They make you go crazy and want to eat so much of it. Try to limit those and limit buying them and limit consuming them. And that is going to make a massive difference instead of comparing like this one shitty processed food with this other shitty processed food, like stop, like, you know, stop stressing it out in that way. Like, you know, it's just because like, we're still, we're still in such of the beginning stages right now that we have to do so much, so much. And I just told him like, let's aim for a gallon a day. Let's try to get some good sleep. Let's just try to stretch every single day because you're very, very uncomfortable right now. Let's try to make better choices slowly but surely. Let's try to kick the soda cans out and let's try to limit those and drink or replace it with maybe some sparkling water or whatever, just so to give you that like sensation. There's so many things that we have to do versus I'm worrying about what the fuck kind of sausage link package you're going to eat. Now I told him maybe bacon would be a better option. Like maybe some more like good quality bacon would be better for you. But I didn't even get into all those details because it was like, I know how overwhelming. And the last thing I want people to do is get discouraged, which I feel like that's what that type of shit does to people. When you watch a documentary, it didn't help you do anything. It didn't really help you make legitimately a lifestyle change. It just made you a fucking afraid to eat. So you're just trying all this random shit for the next couple of weeks and months. And then you probably your overall, your health declined in most cases, your quality of life went down. And I'm not talking even from diet. I'm just talking about the level of stress that you just added to your life <laughs> for no apparent reason. It's just people have to understand and see through um, a lot of the, the buzzwords that exist with everything. Yeah. It kind of goes back to the question that we had before about healthy and health. Yeah, it made me think of that. Because like it's, it's you know, to someone whose nutrition primarily consists of fast food, will, is deli meat a good option? Yeah, I'd probably say deli meat is a good option for that individual. But what about someone who has, who whose nutrition composed of mostly whole, whole foods? Would it be best for them to have that? Probably not, right? So it's it, it depends on where they're at and what's going on in their day-to-day. And then we can kind of go from there. Now, is it some place where you would want to go and stay in that same stage of like, let's take that person with uh, that eats the fast food. Okay, yes, uh, deli meat is probably is probably healthier for them than than fast food. But should they stay there and have that be you know all their uh, that's where they get their, their their all their meat from? No, you know, let's kind of keep it moving. Let's kind of keep keep taking steps and take it to that next level of, hey. of nutrition. <laughs> 
So it's it it really depends on on, on them, and it's all uh, it's it's all subjective. You know, yeah. I really want to get uh, be sorry, just a quick burp pause i really want to i was watching some live streamers that do podcasts and they have guests live i really want to get like a little uh thing on my phone where i can press buttons and make sound effects oh soundboard Uh, soundboard yeah Yeah, i've thought of that before you can you can actually make those on websites that's so freaking it just it just adds like a little bit of when you make a good point you can make a little (laughs) just just like little silly things like that but anyways mike continue Oh man, those used to be the craze. There's a YouTube channel way back in the day, way back in the beginning of YouTube's, where uh, a guy would YouTube's. make prank calls uh, using soundboards. One of my favorite oh. ones was Duke Nukem. Where oh, I'm gonna say <laughs> just... Arnold. Arnold was another you one. Yeah, that? I mean he did he did so many. Those were so fun. Was it from um, Kindergarten Cop? I think so. I want to say it was there were some from like a, quite a few. I don't remember. All that I remember is the Duke Nukem one, and that one. I don't even know the guy who did it anymore, but that was just so, I used to love those, but you know what I say to that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do. That's awesome. I do think it's a, it's an interesting uh, topic though. And especially considering the world that we live in now, where there are so many things that are not necessarily good for us that people do every single day. And does like time on your cell phone, is that toxic? No, maybe to some people, they may think that it's toxic, but as far as I know, it's not, it's just not that good for you, you know, and that's pretty obvious, but saying it's toxic, like cigarettes are toxic, alcohol, alcohol is actually pretty toxic. It's why it has to be filtered through your fucking liver. Do you Um, smoke? Yeah. And like, if, if you're so caught up on like sausage, but you smoke cigarettes or you drink soda or consume alcohol, like there's bigger stones that you need to be working on moving rather than focusing on you know how much sodium or whatever whatever the cause of this this toxic toxicity in the in the sausage is so system (laughs) yeah there you go (laughs) you know what's ironic about that word toxic and foods that are toxic we automatically think you know ultra processed meats right like hot dogs deli meat maybe um these boxed foods or these fake powdered eggs and just fake food in general, just food that you basically create those powdered mashed potatoes and everything just comes from like a shelf product, but some plants, some organic plants that are natural or can be very toxic to specific individuals. If they have intolerances or something doesn't sit well, technically by definition, it's, they have a toxic Mm -hmm. property because they have a defense mechanism on most plants that are, you know, that, they're not trying to be eaten. You know, people say like, this is true. You know, all plants are like, no, some plants, if you eat them, they will fuck you up. Like yeah. if you try to eat a whole bowl of like raw broccoli and raw spinach, like a, and you're not used to that. Not a potentially good you, you could be having a horrible trip with that. Well, right? So it's like it go ahead, Mike. Even, even to that same effect, every food has vitamins and minerals and nutrients in there. And some of those vitamins aren't, able to be processed by you. I mean, there's, there is a certain amount of spinach that you could eat that would kill you because of how much iron is in there. And that would just overload you on iron and then boom, you're dead. So is spinach toxic or is too much spinach toxic? I mean, how about it's, water? Exactly. Yeah. Too much water. You can fucking kill yourself. It's actually crazy to think about it. I'm glad you brought that up. 
you would have to drink an absurd but absurd amount to drown yourself it's, that's what basically what happens you you drown yourself you would be way overly stuffed that you wouldn't even want to push your body that far so a lot of your body has these safety neck mechanisms obviously if you notice that certain foods make you feel like complete shit or you go to the bathroom and it just ruins the rest of your day, then that's a sign that that food just doesn't sit well with you or you have negative effects like sluggish, you know, brain fog. Uh, you just don't, you're not performing well after eating it. Um, you're just in pain or discomfort or inflammation in certain joints or skin allergies or rashes that happen. Those are signs that certain foods. Now I won't say for, cause if I can eat that same food, it's not toxic quote unquote to me but maybe to you, it's a different. So these are things that you have to, yes, pay attention to, but you still, in that case, don't have to overcomplicate the situation. Now, I hate using the word good and bad because like we know it's subjective, bad or good compared to what? So the way I describe it is that, yes, on a factual basis, some food is just healthier and full of nutrients and others are not so much. Some are not gonna aid you in your long-term health. Maybe if you're, if you live in a, in the middle of nowhere, and you're stuck on a desert and you're starving for like a week or so, all you had was a little bit of water. And then you eat these processed potato chips and like fucking sausage links. It'll do you better because you actually have some calories in you. So it kind of, you have to look at the grand scheme of things. Obviously in America, we have a problem that we just eat too much poor quality, low nutrient food. And that's why overall our health markers aren't being met. We're not, we're not, we're not giving our body the vitamins and nutrients that it needs to thrive. You can live and survive, but the quality of life is just not there. But that's why I say, don't overcomplicate it at first. When you're talking about a weight problem, we need to focus on the quantity first. And then you're talking about a health issue. We got to then focus and put our attention to the quant, the quality of what we're consuming. And there's an order of operation here. Like I said, we sure there's an argument for grass fed, grass finished, uh, cage free eggs, uh, uh, cage free chickens, like, you know, hormone free, whatever. But if you can only afford maybe the, con the conventional stuff right now, it's going to be better than buying the package stuff, the processed stuff, you will be technically healthier as a whole. So you just have to examine where you're at and stop worrying about, oh, this food is that this is this is it's, it's this food. No, it's your bread. <laughs> <laughs> so like, no, it's like so it just look at it like we use that on another episode. But it's like it's we we can't pinpoint that it's this food that's causing the problems. You have to really take a look at yourself as a whole. What are you doing? Do you think there's only one type of food that will benefit or hurt, you know, everyone as a whole? I mean, yeah. do you? No, that's not the case. Think, Mike. Think. <laughs> I understand that you. reference now. There you thank you, finally. Um so <laughs> since yep. since you asked I was part um, of um the the toxic quality of or the toxic compound in spinach is oxalic acid, Ooh. which Sounds toxic. It sounds toxic, right? Yeah, like I'm never going to eat spinach again. Um, if you have too much oxalic acid, you could experience kidney stones, abdominal pain, low blood pressure, tremors, convulsions, vomiting, weak pulse. Do you know what reasonable number of spinach you would have to eat in order to experience these effects? A truck, a truckload. 
It's about pounds. for a 145 pound person, about 7.3 pounds of spinach. Oh, I went extreme on that. One. That is like, <laughs> I'm toxic. That's basically a, like a table full of spinach, like a whole table. And, that's, and, that's you, and, you, and you would literally be good after yeah. like, not eat, like basically I mean, a pound at most. Honestly, if you ate 7.3 pounds of spinach, I think you would die from your stomach bursting before you even reached the toxic levels. Well, I mean, no, I mean, what if it, if you cook it down? That's a well. Oh, is this I guess raw? If you, oh, this is raw, right? I, I think I think it's raw. Yeah, but I most mean, this of these is things, like, when it comes to it, yeah, it's raw f- vegetables. For most people, will just jack their stomach up. Like if you're not used to eating that way, don't try to be like, oh, this is just better for the nutrient profile. It is so good for you. Just like just just total devastation and pain and suffering is what's gonna happen right after that. Oh, it, it really do be like that though. You put like a whole box of spinach in a pan and it shrivels up and it's like nothing. A yeah, couple like of what... pieces. Like where did this fucking spinach go? What the fuck? <laughs> I have to take a side note too. Like talking about like, just where did this food go? Uh, our boy, Danny Matranga's dog, uh, Cooper uh, ate his oatmeal this morning and it was the funniest. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. He went to yeah, the bathroom. He left it on, he left it on the counter. And I guess Cooper climbed up on the chairs and got up there and ate basically the whole bowl of oatmeal. He comes back. He's not there. And then he just sees Cooper guilty face, probably cause he has a scruff because he's a, he's a schnauzer. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably get the oatmeal all up on him. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, evidence, just guilty a criminal just taking people's oatmeal what do you even I do just in think, that scenario like i, I think I, I think i think honestly cooper was trying to make a point that he's tired of these low carb diets danny so let this man eat his carbs <laughs> we need to get danny back on yes. yeah it's been a while it's been a while he's actually our first guest that we ever had on the next level show so i think it's due to kind of yeah. bring some of our favorite people back on mm-hmm. and have some so. uh have some fun conversation because he we can kind of shift it. And if you guys want him, if you guys know who he is or heard that episode, it's one of our first ones. Um, send him a message on behalf of the next level show. Let him know that we yes. shouted him out. And also we would care to have him back on. I'll probably talk to him too eventually this week or next week. Yeah. Harass him on our behalf. <laughs> so do we have anything else to cover on this particular topic, boys? I think it's pretty straightforward. So I think what to sum this up for our listeners Yes, there's food that is not going to be as good for you as others. We cannot deny this. This is fact. Um, but don't get caught up on the propaganda because this also kind of is super side note here as well that made me think about this was I got approached by another company that's in the form of an MLM network marketing style company that has to do with health products. The biggest issue that I have is when they use words like you got to get rid of this toxic waste in yourself. You have to... Um, um, heal your gut flora with our products, with this shake and this other thing that you take. And it's thinking, you know what can really heal your gut flora like, dramatically for free? Fasting. Yeah, like, fasting. <laughs> and, and a lot of good just water, you know, just good old water. Maybe do a 24 to 72 hour fast, depending on where you're at level wise. It will do your gut a lot of good. And then maybe clean up your diet and not eat shit. You know, just eat a lot of shit that's maybe irritating the hell out of you. But this is the problem. And this is why I was actually even brought it up to you guys because it's it's so common still. And eventually we're going to have to revisit certain topics. But truth of the matter is stop getting sold by fear. That's the general point of marketing is always going to be an emotion-based response from you. And this is even how 
I'll be transparent how I will address marketing when I was a trainer, like trying to acquire clients. Like I will talk about these things, but the difference is I feel a lot better discussing them because these are actual real legitimate things. I'm not pushing a supplement to you to buy from me that will make me some quick bucks. It's going to be work for me, but I want to help you do this right. So you can eventually not get sold into the other nonsense that you will eventually be marketed to. Um, and just get some real sustainable, long lasting results that you actually learned how to take care of your body because you're the only one that has to live in it. See, boys, you anything else to add? You don't, you don't know my situation. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to research a little bit, Mike, and I'm going to target your pains. It's like, are you tired of your beer not growing? Try our protein. I don't know what. I don't know if you guys saw this. I shared a thing. I made one of those Facebook avatars a while ago. And I was like, this yeah. was right as the, the shutdown was happening. And I was like, I declared, I like, we need bigger beard options for the Facebook avatar thing. I'm taking this one to Gandalf status. It was one of those moments where I look back and I saw myself like say I was going to do something. And then I'm like, my beard is bigger than Gandalf's at this point like i <laughs> i reached it really i did yeah look up pictures i mean oh, obviously shit. like we don't have like an official measurement on how long gandalf's beard was and i'm talking about movies i don't know about the books but yeah. gandalf the gray's beard was like a couple of months ago wow for me um mike is hit, mike's hitting new levels with his beard basically mm -hmm. Dude, we have to we have to we got to declare this if we're going to declare anything that eventually we will put out video content of our podcast we got to make start making moves towards that i'm declaring this on the internet because it's forever um it'd be fun man just boost it up a little bit get it up there i don't know we'll make so it I work should, i should put on a shirt is that what you're telling me eventually you're gonna need to yes I've been actually getting into the habit right now this week of just putting on a t-shirt when I'm in podcasting mode and putting pants on. Oh, hold 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 yeah, on. Hold I was going to say. Hold it. Wait, easy, easy, fella. I think pants is going to need to be a thing. Why? Just for the record, I am for always what? fully clothed. Why? Sometimes but I'm even home. wearing shoes. I, <laughs> what kind of maniac are you? This is a business setting, Gabe. <laughs> Yeah, because when Gabe gets a call at the door, like he or he gets like a pizza or something, he stands up and we get to see your undies. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's not like I'm not like they're, a butt naked. And they're, and they're I'm home though. But I'm home. Why would I not be comfortable when I'm home? Think about your children, Gabe. What about them? Stop doing that to your daughters. <laughs> they're growing up. They're fine. Uh, <laughs> not walking around in tidy whities yeah. <laughs> and even then speaking, what the hell speaking about tidy whities dude my dad had no chill back in the day this man would walk out in straight up old school 90s banana hammock style boxers with the tank with the with the wife beater tucked into the underwear no 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 my dad dude my dad's first oh, thing shirt off. that's like how i got the habit of not wearing a shirt because i was always copying what my dad did and he'd wear the little like hispanic underwears almost look like a little mini g-string but it was like it was too, i was like I, I, I know he tossed them out because they just came out of style but it's like but you know what who does this sal still does this at times like he still talks about it yo like this um i eventually no lie i do want to own a couple just to see because they talk about how fast and aerodynamic you feel because it's just quick like I haven't worn tight, but not tidy whities because tidy whities are still a bit restrictive. I'm talking about like the full blown banana hammock style box, like so underwear. You, 
you see or find yourself in situations where you're in your underwears and you say, you know what I wish I, I could need right now? I wish I was a little more aerodynamic and be able to move a little better. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't saying? get me wrong. Yeah, dude. Well, right now, like I have mine on. I feel I'm, I feel fast. But then imagine if I was faster, you know, that's what I think. You can always uh, be better, Gabe. This always. is true. This is true. Factually correct. Um, <laughs> speaking of, that's another person we should probably get on again. Have him talk about his book. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be best awesome. Selling. New York Times bestselling author. But he's in Cali. And? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was kind of a dad joke. Kind of. Yeah. I put that in there. Um, all right. Speaking of, you got some, Mike, or you want me to go? Uh, yeah. So this is more of a traditional joke. It's not so much of a dad joke, but um, okay. I hope it's still funny despite me saying that. So I'll set the scene. There are three men on a boat. Each of them has a cigarette, but none of them have something to light it with. So one man takes a cigarette and he throws it into the water and they go, what are you doing? And he goes, now we're a cigarette lighter. Oh my. Now we're a little lighter. That was a good one. That's yeah. that's the, that's a left. I, I I call that a dad joke. Hey, do you guys know what um uh lawyers wear to uh courtrooms? Oh. Lawsuits. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my brain was trying to connect the dots, but it just briefcase. Uh, briefcase would have been a acceptable answer as well. Well, okay. do you? Okay, so. Why is it with these type of jokes that your brain, you, it's common sense, right? None of these things are like, that's what no. makes them a dad joke. Why is it that your brain almost like shuts down when you're on the spot? Uh, just like me asking you for a specific answer right now. You'd probably be like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No idea. No idea. But they're cool. It's, they're funny. Yeah. I don't know. Well, listeners, if you guys, if you guys think this is cool, let us know. Send Gabe a message. Send Thanks. Mike a message. <laughs> send me a message. And uh, let's keep this going, shall we? We we drop three episodes a week. Make sure you're subscribed so it notifies you when we drop. We drop roughly at the same time every time unless Mike is late or I'm late on something. It's just technology st- stumps us sometimes. And it's just communication. It's, it's like all a relationship. of his fault. Or it's a, Oliver's fault. There you go. Just put shift shift the blame. Oliver can't yeah. defend himself to argue opposing sides here, but we'll take exactly. advantage until he starts to speak the truth. What really happens, anyways? Um, with that being said, guys, until the next one. Hey guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to go to leave us a five star rating and review. That simply helps us get out in front of more people, as well as follow us on Facebook at the Next Level Show Private forum check us out on instagram as well at the next level show my personal page is at john alva fitness gabe is at prime and glory and mike is at mike nellis p